We've all heard the phrase, confidence is key. It takes all kinds of confidence to do what we're meant to do in life, but there are just so many of us who don't feel it. We're frozen with fear, doubts, and anxiety about what people will think of us and failure to do the thing. Our goal for what we want to do here is to share stories of people who are going through their own confidence journey, one step at a time, and hopefully encourage others to know that they are not alone and that confidence is attainable. So please join us in our conversation and perhaps have one of your own. So welcome, Gabe, to the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing good in yourself. Thank I'm you doing for well. Me. Yes. So um, this is the uh, Fearfully and Wonderfully Made podcast, and we have Gabe here, who is also a friend of Selena. Selena's a very popular person <laughs> here on this podcast. We love Selena. <laughs> we love Selena. But um, so we met through Selena. And, um, yeah, so uh, would you tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're from, what you do? Um, so my name is Gabriel. I am from Detroit, Michigan, uh, just a little bit down the road from the area. And um, I just graduated from Michigan State University with Woo! my uh, bachelor's degree in secondary education. I want to be a history teacher. Love. And a mentor to students. Um, currently, I am... Uh, working with um, the MSU Credit Union at the moment until I figure out my next steps. Love that. Love that. We love the little step jobs. Yeah. Those. <laughs> it's a journey. It's a journey. a journey. Absolutely. And um, so we're here talking about confidence. And then um, so we're going to hear what Gabe's personal definition of confidence is. So for me, what I would say, confidence is the psychological feeling that you achieve or to do anything. Confidence is a spectrum of many different idealizations of owning who you are and what you're capable of and relaying that energy to the world. Confidence is a journey that you choose to take every day you wake up. That is a definition. I love that. That's so like philosophical mm -hmm. and like, I wow. We haven't had anyone who's had like that deep of a definition, but I love that. That's so... um the psychological everything about wow yeah, yeah i when i was thinking about it and like thinking of like myself with confidence i i just like it's one confidence and its life itself is a journey yeah. and it goes with life like you you have a spectrum of um how how confident you are in certain situations and you can wake up not feeling so well but then you could wake up the next day feeling like you can do anything in the it's world so true and you just have to build your confidence every day and just have security in yourself knowing that like no matter what anybody tells me i can do whatever i feel and w whatever i want and it's that psychological mindset that you have to have. And some days it'll be harder than others. But mm -hmm. just having that psychological mindset that no no matter what comes my way, I have confidence that I can get through it. That's amazing. Yeah. And I think it's so important to emphasize that it is a daily thing, right? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's something that um, we kind of have to choose mm -hmm. to do every single day. Exactly. And, um, yeah, that 
is such a good point because I think a lot of people think confidence either you have it or you don't (laughs) and it's kind of black and white yeah and uh that's not the case at all exactly um and uh we talked about it before how like some people who might look like they have everything going but in reality like in the background like they're they're struggling and so like people know how to put on confidence and then go home and like they're they're struggling and um it's an image and also Mm -hmm. a mindset some people have the image but some people don't have the mindset and then some people have both and when you have true confidence in yourself you have the image as well as the mindset for yourself Yes. Okay. So, um, mind, so the mindset, Mm -hmm. what do you exactly do you mean by that? Like, um, mindset is just for me, like, no, no matter what happens to me, I'm confident that like security wise, I can get through it. And there's, there's two types of confidence. There's a confidence in entirety of yourself and then there's an appearance confidence. Uh And for me, the confidence that mostly that I speak of that I know 100% that I have is like, no matter what I do, I can succeed at it. And the only person who can stop me from that is me. Uh And so that confidence that whatever I put my mind to, I can, I can strive through it. Yes. Um, And then appearance confidence is like being confident in your appearance, appearance and um, knowing that like, not everybody is the same and having a different scope, like being different from everybody else is a good thing. And, and, and engaging in that and knowing that and being secure with yourself and then that just creates confidence for everything else that you do oh that's so good I love that that um I love that you said it's 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 both like a feeling and a mindset Mm -hmm. because yeah again very I think a lot of people have the idea that confidence is just black and white as we said before and um that we can break it down into different categories is just so interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, love that definition. That was a very, um, in depth definition, but, um, maybe I have to submit it to, uh, uh, Miriam, and Webster. Absolutely. Yeah, (laughs) no, totally. And then, um, so now we're going to go into your journey because that is very important. Definitely my journey. Like, I'll start with the bad. Um, like when I was younger and even now into a few years ago, I would say like I lacked confidence in myself and it was mostly like with appearance wise. Oh, okay. Um, and I think the, uh, the, the, the that, uh, sorry, that's no, one of the places where most people lack confidence yeah. is appearance because a lot of people like can build confidence like this job I have and like. I can go for it no matter what, but like appearance wise, because society like puts images in everyone's heads and Mm -hmm. especially with how big social media is now, younger children have those societal expectations at a younger age. Oh, absolutely. And they are expected or they think that to be beautiful by society's standards, I have to have this type of hair or this type of body or wear these type of clothes. And it, it just beats on our confidence, our social morale and our like health. And, um, and like, that's one thing as a child that I definitely had in place. Mm-hmm. And so building that, and I would say in the last couple of years, like recently, like I, I had to bring myself to a point where like, when I look in the mirror, I, I know I'm beautiful Absolutely. and beautiful in my own way. And 
just because I might not look like what society has in place, there that's a good thing. Yeah. You you don't want to look like everybody else because when you look like everybody else, you're you're stuck like it's like a needle in a haystack. Mm-hmm. And you want to be that needle because you're different and yeah. somebody's going to find you in that haystack whereas every strand of hay looks the same and it's going to be 10 times harder. Dude, that's so interesting that analogy. Um I've never I we always, when we say a needle in a haystack, we tend to say, um, put it into perspective of somebody's lost Mm -hmm. and putting it into the perspective that somebody is unique. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. I love that. That's so, um, yeah, that's just very, a very interesting twist Mm -hmm. on that analogy. Um, so yeah, we, you love fashion. Yeah. (laughs) We, we love fashion here. And um, most of the people that I've interviewed have loved fashion, which is beautiful. I love it. My, big, but, my, my biggest thing with fashion would definitely be shoes. If you see yes. my closet, um, I probably have about over 60 pairs of shoes. I love it. I, love I do shoes. too. I have a shoe closet over there. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I, um, but yeah, it's so true that people, especially with social media, it's getting younger. Mm-hmm. The... Um, the standards and um of beauty mm-hmm. and just just the whole thing about how um yeah as i said the standards just getting younger with with that and so we're seeing people or little little kids with like makeup on mm-hmm. and i was a tomboy when i was little <laughs> so no makeup in sight for me mm-hmm. i wasn't allowed to wear makeup which is fine you know that's <laughs> totally fine but um sometimes it helps sometimes, sometimes it helps, it helps it does. Grade, so you don't so you don't put yourself in those like oh like i need to like for me personally i i like natural and um if and like you embrace yourself with your natural makeup is wonderful um it helps but especially when you are younger and you're put into that like one thing i was thinking about is like beauty pageants and like children and beauty pageants because i was watching friends and it was episode that they wanted to like put i think the baby's name is emma into a baby pageant and the thing i was thinking about is like when when you put these children and especially young girls because society is very hard on women um, you, you give them I, this idealization that I, I have to do these things to be counted as beautiful. Yeah. And, um, and I was thinking like there, there should be a beauty pageant for young children where no, no matter what they wear, everybody wins. So mm-hmm. they feel accepted and they feel like I put my best foot forward. Yeah. And even though it is a competition and everybody wants to win, it just helps because mental health is one of the things in which I think the our generation and youngers are trying to acknowledge more. Oh, um, completely. With uh, how to take care of your mental health because that that is a one big step, especially with like feeling confident in yourself. If your mental health isn't there and you like aren't able to take care of yourself, you aren't able to be able to feel that feeling of confidence right um and then building both is a lot harder than trying to like build one right um and so um like beauty pageants and different things in society especially like instagram and one thing i do like with instagram is that they took away like how how many people you can see liked yeah you can just like like the picture and so that helps with not trying to like 
this content gets more likes than this one. Just just put out what you want and yep. like be happy with what you put out. Yep. So that is yes because I um actually took a step back from social media because um it wasn't doing anything for mm-hmm. me. It was just making me obsessed with how many likes I was getting and that doesn't help anybody. It's, no, not at all. And um I want to actually talk about beauty standards for for men because mm-hmm. um we we hear a lot about beauty standards for women and they are high. Mm-hmm. But what what is it like as a man? Um it body it's it's I, I won't say it's as hard mm-hmm. because it's definitely not, but it is tougher in society when like one, like for me, I guess it's coming into style now, the dad bod. The dad um, bod. Um I don't have a six pack. Um <laughs> I have a little flubber under my jacket. Um, but like being con like what most expectations for males are big muscle biceps, a six pack, um, ripped shoulders and like pecs, like the rock that you can bounce up and down. (laughs) I don't think I'll ever be there. Um, and also like that, that's not a bad thing if you have it. Yeah. But the thing is, when when you choose to do something to your body, it should be for you and not for what you're trying to do to make somebody else happy. Right. Um, and if if a six-pack and bouncing pecs and ripped arms makes you happy, then that's wonderful. But if you don't have that body, you need to be comfortable in what you have. Yes. And so I, I definitely had to grow and, like, be comfort, comfortable with, like, having a little bit of stomach underneath my jacket and um, like going to the beach and like taking my shirt off and getting in the water rather than wearing like a a beach shirt because I didn't want to show my body. Right. Or um, like as a kid, I I beat my legs up a lot. And so like I have scars and stuff like that. And instead of wearing pants all the time, like wearing shorts and like showing my legs or um, Mm -hmm. and and then my arms as well. um, I don't know why I don't like showing my arms. Like I like wearing jackets a lot. Yeah. um, But like I have like a tattoo and like I all the time when I wear a jacket, I'm like, I should show it off. I don't know why. And um, but it's just with I don't think it's. It's a little hard for men because we're expected and then also societal storm, societal norms um, that place on men where you, I would say it's harder as a child because like everybody wants like a boyfriend or a girlfriend when they're Mm -hmm. younger. And then most of the time, most girls are either going for, like, the basketball players or the sports persons or mm-hmm. the person with, like, the app and all that. And so it's a little hard for when you're you're a child. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not taught that, like, you, if a person likes you, that they're going to like you for what you have and what you are. Right. If you have a stomach and they say they like you, then they're going to like that stomach. Right. Um, and they're not going to try and change you. Right. Um, and so... I feel like it's harder when you're at a younger age because of what thoughts you have in your head and like what what you perceive as um, like good for you or something like that. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I yeah, I, I don't think it's too hard for men as it is for women, uh-huh. but um, there are some expectations that not everybody can hold up to, which can damage mental health. Yeah. At a younger age. 
Absolutely. And um, I have scars too. I was um, had a lot of surgeries when I was little. Mm-hmm. So I have scars on my um, abdomen. And so I didn't, I wore one pieces all the time. Mm-hmm. And actually that helped because then my scars didn't get sunburned. Okay. So, you know, there's so, when, yeah. when, when there, but, um, I didn't show them for the longest time cause I, I wasn't necessarily ashamed of them because <laughs> I, um, have had them my whole life. And so mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, okay, this is me, like whatever. And people can't see them anyway. But, um, when I started to be able to wear bikinis and stuff, I, I, people would look at me and I'd be like, what are you looking at? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, it, I always say I'm in a night, I was in a knife fight. Okay. And you should see the other guy. But, um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, but, um, it, it was, it's, they're pretty, um, big scars. So, uh, getting over that hurdle of being like, okay, people are going to look at me. But that's okay mm-hmm. because it shows what I've been through. Exactly. Your journey through life. Yeah. And um, it shows that I made it to the other side. Exactly. And it's okay. Progress. It shows progress. Exactly. And, and um, I think that's so important for, because I know a lot of um, younger people, especially even older people, if they have scars or they're quote unquote marred in some way. Um, they don't want to show themselves yeah. and scars are beautiful. Exactly. Scars are showing what you've been through and scars are, um, not, they're a mark on your body that, that just shows that you've been through it mm-hmm. and that you made it to the other side, as we said. Exactly. And, um, we should be proud of them. Exactly. Be, be proud of what, what you've been through, through life and, take it as a positive uh, a learning experience and there's there's a journey for everyone um and some journeys might be harder than other but it 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 helps to build that morale to know that um like you you can basically get through anything because yeah. you got through something that was so devastating exactly and it just gives you better energy to like go do what you want to do in life absolutely and um that goes for mental scars too mm-hmm. Because those exist. <laughs> exactly. You just can't see them. Exactly. But they exist. And um, going through um, getting help mm-hmm. with mental scars, I think, just like physical, mm-hmm. they need to heal. And um, getting help with that, whether it's through therapy, whatever, um, is also super important. Exactly. I, I watched a tech talk the other day um, while I was at work, and it was about, like, first aid for your emotional health and he talked about how like a little kid he knew um because he fell down he knew to run to the bathroom and get a band-aid and he knew that at eight o'clock at night every night i'm supposed to brush my teeth so i'm supposed to take care of my actual body um but when we like go through a tough breakup or we go through a tough mental state we we don't know that we're supposed to like go get help and like help with our brain and help to heal those wounds that we have mentally because that is a thing as well and um having that knowledge to like 
know like when when times are tough therapy or talking to someone or just like taking self-care moments to to regenerate your brain instead of deteriorating deteriorating it mm-hmm. all the time is the same as like if you have a broken bone going to the hospital and getting that fixed yep going to a therapist to help out the broken brain it's not really a broken brain but um like the the broken mental state that you yep. have in healing that yeah absolutely um yeah that's it's just yep you have a broken bone you go get a cast mm-hmm. you have a hard time with something you go and get help mm-hmm. it's just your your mental state is a lot like your physical state mm-hmm. and i'm thinking we're starting to recognize that exactly which is as you said before which is very good mm-hmm. <laughs> because um as someone who struggles with bipolar uh if you don't um if it's not recognized you feel crazy yeah and you feel like you're the only one exactly when, and yeah when you it's because it's harder when you think that you're the only person going through it and so then you're like okay well I can take care of this by myself, but when you see like other people are experiencing the same things or you've seen that some people have been through this, it's a lot easier to go, Hey, like what did you do to help yourself get out of this? Instead of you just taking it on yourself and just like trying to push through. Yes. Um, it's it's a lot easier when we have those societal seeings that this happens in the world and it's okay if you're going through it instead of making we we make ourselves feel like we're we're the oddball out and we're just like this whole other being in the world where we we don't know what to do with ourselves but when yep. we have that image which um um imagery in society is very big um and it helps uh other people to see like things are okay and things can be worked through yeah um so imagery what do you mean by that um, when I say imagery, I mean like the the actual physical seeing of someone that is going through the same thing as yourself. There you go. And so, like, say, like back in the day when um, when schizophrenia was like, if that that was like a big thing where they automatically sent you to like a mental health or something like that, right. instead of like trying to get you to a therapist and talk through it and things mm-hmm. like that. And it wasn't widely talked about and like somebody in California who might have had schizophrenia didn't know that somebody in like maybe Michigan is having the same thing. Right. Whereas now that it's talked about, it's written about and people write their stories about it. Now that person can connect from California to Michigan and see like, oh, like, like, what are you doing? And or like what? what things can I help you as well so it's also getting help whereas giving help as well yeah um, if you feel like you figured out something um that helped you push through a certain that experience works. yeah um that yeah and I think it's important to um emphasize to tell your story mm-hmm. right to if you're going through something and you found something that works mm-hmm. that helps you um to tell people to not keep it to yourself because if you keep it to yourself, it dies with you. Exactly. So um, that in that respect, I think you could totally help somebody. And that feels really good when you exactly. help somebody. And it also um, spreads goodness into the world, mm-hmm. <laughs> which 
isn't beautifully said, but it's true. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that is so, uh, interesting to think about is how we can help other people, even if it's just one person. Exactly. Because when you help one person, you never know that one person can go help another and then now yep. you help two. Yeah. And then that person goes and tells someone else, now you help three. And then that third person might go tell four other people. Now you've helped seven people within just a three three line timeline. And yep. so now like the spread like the word of mouth is like one of the biggest things. And they tell you that in business too. Like once you like know someone, like I've seen someone that I I haven't talked to in a while and like made connections and like made business connections and things like that throughout life and help and so like the word of mouth especially with mental health is is so because men go through the same societal stressors that everybody else do and crying is helpful um um one person one thing that i say i cry about a lot is uh, my grandma um she passed away back in like 2016 and Um, sometimes it's still hard yeah i remember one time i was like watching tv in my room and i don't know what i was watching but it just made me think of her and I just, like, start bawling out in tears. Um, and, like, afterwards, it just felt nice to release and then breathe and, like, think. like um, And that that's one reason where I, like, I still, like, strive and push because I know, like, she's watching and she was always encouraging. Like, you can do whatever. And so, like, some of the, like, confidence and information and, like, things that I have for myself are from her. Uh-huh. And um, just pushing because, like, you can do anything. And she always let us know, like, oh, I'm so happy, like, you're going through this or I can't wait for you to do this. And so like putting that expectation or the idealization in our head that we can do something even in the future. It was great. Um, Machoness also like saying, saying, I love you. Like I'll tell my friends, um, like I love you. And like, um, like, or, or, or watching my friends, um, like home, like even if they're a guy or a girl, like making sure they get into an apartment, um, safely. Um, and then also like, asking them are are they okay like um men are mostly thought of supposed to hold things in and not talk about them um but having that opportunity like going to your friends and be like i'm I'm not okay like can we talk about this or your friends coming to you and saying like hey bro like i hate to talk about this can we have a conversation and like talking to it and, and like thank you man like i really needed that um and that that expectation i think is like changing a lot now um men um are therapy um i I say therapy is very important i i have not been to it yet so i can't talk to it about but i do do other therapeutic things okay um one thing i love to do is color um i will get a coloring book my little colored pencils and i'll just like go away put my phone away and have like jazz music i love smooth jazz and just like color for three hours, four hours, and just sit there and like color pages. Um, That's therapeutic. Yeah, yeah, it is. Coloring is like one of my favorite things to do in the world. Um, also, like being open and asking for help when you need it. And I feel uh-huh. like men are expected to not not ask for help, and yeah. they're just supposed to figure it out and honestly know everything. When in reality, nobody knows everything. Right. And so asking for help and learning what like different things that you can do love that so that i look beautiful in my own sense because beauty is in the eye of the beholder yes and so you have to behold that you are beautiful in your own sense with every imperfection every 
and they don't even have to be imperfections because you you can be perfect to yourself to what, what whatever you have like the bumps or like little things that I did to myself as a kid like they show my journey of life and mm-hmm. I can feel like maybe I had a scrape on my knee and like there's like an old mark from there but I'm I'm still perfect because of like the journey that I went through and so uh being being more confident and like growing that and also I will say like the the mental confidence of knowing that whatever I do is from my own scope and mm. I and if I feel like I can do it then I can do it mm-hmm. and you don't have to listen to people to tell you oh you should do this or you can do that if you feel and they're like oh no you can't do that I don't think you can but if you say yes I can then yes you can yep you just have to put the effort to do it absolutely and um my I've been through that a little bit because I went to fashion school mm-hmm. I am in art history right now and in fashion school and um that is not the traditional place to go in school um especially around here mm-hmm. <laughs> um in in Lansing because we were by uh the Michigan State University campus where um Gabe graduated and um it's kind of like an agriculture business yep. environment and so when you go to school for fashion that's a little like what are you going to do with that yeah. type of deal and actually my um my dad had somebody tell him um you were so generous to let your daughter pursue fashion oh, wow and i'm like and <laughs> like what do you say to that yeah. like that you... it's like thank you like yeah like what why do you even say that yeah it's like what does that mean right so it was very um don't don't say that yeah <laughs> rule of thumb but um again it, it's really hard to be um creative mm-hmm. because your journey may not be a straight path. Exactly. Because um, kind of like if you're a doctor, you go to medical school, it's kind of written out for you, mm-hmm. and you know the steps you're going to take. When you are creative, um, you don't know where you're going to end up yeah. most of the time. And that is um, scary. It can exactly. be scary. But it takes confidence to know who you are in that respect in order to do what you were meant to do because it um yeah it just is hard but it it, it's hard as i said millions of times and it takes courage Mm -hmm. to do that because it's it's very easy especially around here to just take a desk job and one thousand percent true yeah and water yourself down a little bit because but you might be banging your head against the wall because mm-hmm. you're not doing what you were meant to do like that's um the same thing i think about because um like i said that i'm i'm from detroit and mm-hmm. the big three for chrysler and gm and like i will say probably i don't know the exact math but maybe at least about 60 percent of people that grow up in detroit go to work in automotive Uh and they stay in automotive because the pay is good Mm -hmm. but it's not they're only doing it because the pay is good right whereas what you're doing you should do it because it makes you happy right like for me i switched my major two times Mm -hmm. i started off as engineering because of the pay Mm -hmm. and then i went to human biology because i figured 
I wanted to work with children and I could maybe be a pediatrician uh-huh. and it was still good pay, uh-huh. but I don't like science at all. And so good thing to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> science, science and calculus, calculus could, couldn't pass it. Science. I just wasn't intrigued in it. Right. Um, I like learning about science, but actually doing science now. Right. Um, and so before I even like went to college and like, I think it was maybe late middle school, early high school. Like I thought about being a teacher, but then I learned about like, they don't get paid. Mm-hmm. They're not supported. And the education department within the entire country is not increasing. It's either stagnant or decreasing mm-hmm. funding of education. Right. Um, and so I was like, that's, that's nothing that I could support a family or nothing that I can do that will actually like help me grow. But in reality, like after a while, I'm going through school and I'm just like, I don't I don't love what I'm going for. But I know I would love teaching. I love students. My main thing about teaching is mentorship. Yes. And so um, I I switched my major to education. Um, I think it was my junior year I started and I 100 percent loved my classes. I was oh. thriving. I enjoyed like going to class every day, paying attention um, and then we would do student teaching. And so going to the classroom, helping the kid, children, tutoring, just mentorship and showing them different things. And it, it was just it was excitement for me. And so um, switching my major and ha- one, having that confidence to go for something that, that I know wasn't going to pay me as well. Right. Um, and that isn't as supported. But knowing that I would still be happy and having the confidence that I'm going to work every day. Yep. And it's for something that I want to do and not. Not because I have to do it, because right. I want to do it. Yes, that, yeah. I um, figured out I wanted to do fashion. I don't remember how. I went to LCC, mm-hmm. uh, Lansing Community College, um, to get all of my prerequisites out of the way, all that sort of thing. And then um, we discovered they had a fashion program. And I was like, oh, that looks like fun. <laughs> And so I pursued that, and um, in that curriculum, we had to do a couple art history courses, Mm -hmm. and I was enthralled. I love history, Mm -hmm. and I love um, putting art with it, being able to see history through the eyes of those who lived it instead of those who kind of made it. Right. Um, Is enthralling to me as I said so um that was just I never wanted I was thinking I I could be a doctor maybe when I was little and then discovered very quickly that that was not going to happen (laughs) and um I just know I knew from an early age that I was a creative person Mm -hmm. and that I would not be able to do what my parents did which is an accountant and a computer science person Mm -hmm. And, um, so in that respect, I, I think knowing yourself through trial and error is, helps you boost your confidence Mm -hmm. because you then know like, okay, I like this, but I don't like this. Would I be able to live with this? Would I be able to, what, what can't I live without? Mm -hmm. And, um, I think for the younger generation, um, as we said, it takes trial and error Mm -hmm. and you're not going to figure it out. Snap of a finger. You're just not. So 
I think that's one thing with like college is they're expect you to go through in four years when in reality, like everybody doesn't know what they want to do when they go to college. Oh no. And so I like that you don't declare a major, but they don't give you the option to explore those other majors without you spending thousands of dollars going from one major to another and taking classes. Right. Like they, they have you take main courses and then after so often, after so long, they, they want you to declare. But Mm -hmm. for me, like it took me two majors to fill out, figure out what I actually wanted to do. Um, and luckily for me, I had a scholarship and I really didn't have to pay for it. So Mm -hmm. I didn't have to have that burden, but for people who are paying for their college or their parents are paying for it and they have that stress of like, um, I don't want to spend too much or I don't want to have them spend too much. I have to figure something out. And then that's when people jump and just to anything that they don't even want to do. And, um, and so then that's when they're unhappy and maybe like 20, 30 years down the line, they like, I don't want to do this anymore. And then yep. they up uplift their life and they go do what they actually want to do and they're like why didn't i do this 30 years ago yep so. yep and or people um do the what if mm-hmm. and you don't that's just sad yeah like you don't want to do that <laughs> but um yeah so we've kind of touched on it a little bit but what do you want people uh, the younger generation really to take from your experience i guess for me What I want the younger generation to have is you are the own bearer of your success in life and you bear your psychological feeling of confidence. Mm -hmm. Um, No, you, you have the power to choose no matter what anybody tells you or whatever comes your way you know that you're confident enough to push through life. Yes. And understanding that people, everybody goes, a lot of people go through the same thing. Mm-hmm. And having confidence to ask for help. Um, when when you don't know something or you're feeling down, just ask like, um, hey, can I talk to you? Or hey, can you? And people don't, and you, you don't even have to have them talk back. Just the feeling of someone listening also helps as well. Um, confident going going for what you want go for the new job uh, be confident in wearing what you want to wear um, if you feel like something is out of style who cares like okay. throw it on and if if you think you look good then you you look amazing you look beautiful um, and also being confident to know that you are beautiful um, and not worry about what society puts on you um, take leave leave society on the phone leave society on instagram leave society on twitter when and also confidence i would say take moments to be in the moment yes put put the phone away stop stop taking pictures to post stop recording videos stop texting stop talking just be by yourself and and be be with yourself talk to yourself talking to yourself is okay it's okay um and or talk to your dog yeah yeah if you have pets like just just talk and listen to what you're saying and then work through what you're saying and then that also helps you to realize that some things that you think are hard are hard because you're making them hard if if you feel like that this dress might not look good on you 
you think that dress doesn't look good on you. It, it's, and when you change that thought and you think, I would look amazing in that dress. I, I would rock that dress. Then go rock that dress. You can do whatever you want when you feel that you can do it. And steps that I can say to build confidence are affirmations. Like every day waking up, looking in the mirror, saying, I am beautiful. When you say it and you hear it, then you start to believe it. Mm -hmm. Saying it helps and repeating it helps as well. Or if you're scared to get a new job, just say, I, I can get that job as long as I try. And if they don't give me a job, then they missed out on somebody amazing. Believe in yourself. Believe that you're beautiful, you're confident, and you can do whatever you want. Love that. I um want to go back to the whole um appearance thing. People can tell when you are wearing something that you don't feel like when you don't feel confident in something it doesn't even have to be appearance any it can be if you don't feel comfortable mm -hmm. in something you're doing something you're wearing something you're feeling whatever people can tell mm -hmm. and um it's it's not what am i trying to say it's like not that you're trying to put on a front, but, um, it's more, um, you're trying to, um, they, they, they know when it's fake. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying and, to say. And a lot of people know when they can, um, like they, they can do things to nag you and like get a reaction because they know that you don't truly feel like confident in what you're doing. Exactly. And, and then, but people like can feel that energy. Like when you know that, like you're rocking whatever you're doing and they're like okay i don't i don't want to because like even if they say something you're going to be like you don't whatever. care i yeah. don't care people can feel that too when you have confidence mm -hmm. so like thank you for jumping in on that <laughs> i was struggling for a second but like people can feel it when you are confident and people can feel it when you're not and when you're faking it and so fake it till you make it is not really yeah it's it it's not the strongest sense to do right in the beginning, if you're trying to build your confidence, I say like sometimes faking it helps because once because you believe like once you're faking it, you have the belief in your head like oh like I can do this, but in the background. But then once you like do it over so often, you you have that belief that oh like I can do this, mm -hmm. and so then now it 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 goes into confidence instead of faking it. Yes, and it's it's. It helps to go upward instead of like stagnant. Yes, that is what I was trying to say. Gabe we were getting saved there. Me. We were getting I was there. getting there. It was okay, but um, yeah. It just don't when you are um building that confidence. Yes, you can you can kind of fake it, but um, as you as you said, as you go on with life, that confidence will come mm -hmm. if you really work at it yeah that's the thing is you, you have to put in the work yeah because um if you don't if you you gotta also walk the walk and talk if you talk the talk you gotta walk the walk because exactly. um we um we all know people who say oh i'm gonna do this 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 and this and they keep saying it they never do it and they never do it and then you're like what what happened yeah exactly <laughs> and so um in that respect, if you if you say you're going to do something that you really want to do, 
figure out how to do it. Exactly. Because um, I think, I believe there's always, a, there's always a way to do whatever you want to do in life. Yep. Um, if you have an idea to do it, to do something and you have the confidence to do it, put it into motion and figure out a way to do it. Because right. I um, truly do believe there's always a way. Exactly. And um, that is super important to remember because if you don't think there's a way, then you're not going to do it and then you're going to miss out. Exactly. So, um, but confidence does play a big portion in that because um, if you don't believe in yourself, like you said, and you don't think that you can do it then you're not going to right and so um your mindset as we've touched on before is super crucial Mm -hmm. because your mindset is just so it's what drives you right yeah so um i think like you said earlier i feel like courage and um confidence go could go together yeah because you have to have the courage to do something uh to be confident in it there you go so Courage, I feel like courage and confidence uh, coincide with each other, definitely. I think so, too. Well, thank you so much, Gabe. This was so much fun. No problem. Thank you for having me. It was wonderful. It was so much fun. Uh, Yes. Well, we'll hang out again. It'll be great. Yes. Bye. Bye.